This is going to have to be the shortest trip report ever because it's 10 o'clock, man. I know. Howdy, it's Tuesday, March 7th, 2023, and this is episode 197 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? We have Trip Report. Did we go? We did go. We said that last episode. This is not a surprise. Last episode, it was a surprise. This episode, there are There was plenty of opportunity for things to come up and us not to go. That's true. I'm dealing with lots of those things right now that still put my March 25th trip in deep, (laughs) deep peril. We'll see what happens with that, but that'll be for a future episode. The past, though, we've talked about some stuff already. In episode 97, we talked about Doc's Oyster House, which opened in 1897. But which did not open until dinner time when we were in Atlantic City, (laughs) so we didn't go. (laughs) Right. Uh, Also, I, I think last episode I talked all about the boardwalk. Didn't actually mention that I was talking about 1896. I just said, I think I even said a date, like July something, but didn't say the year 1896, the fifth iteration of the boardwalk. So correcting that in case anyone was listening, like, what year is this? So also in 1897, Atlantic City Country Club opened, which is actually in Northfield, New Jersey. So I feel like I'm being lied to. I also think we've talked about this before because we talked about another golf event there. We've definitely talked about the Atlantic City Country Club at some point. I feel like it was a long time ago, but we've definitely talked about it. You can see the Atlantic City skyline from the course, so I'm calling it close enough. It is called the Atlantic City Country Club. Atlantic City Country Club and docks. That's pretty, pretty frou-frou in 1897. It's getting fancy over here. Yeah. Good year. And in 1797, Jeremiah Leeds maybe still chilling maybe he had died at that point who knows maybe he had 12 kids by then <laughs> who knows in 1997 so we've already talked about a whole bunch of openings uh convention center centurion tower uh the marina tower in harrah's wild old west but you know, there was a tournament at the aforementioned atlantic city country club the u.s women's mid amateur golf tournament was held there which was open to all amateur women golfers over the age of 25 because i guess it would just be too unfair to include people under 25 I wonder if that's what mid-amateur means. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense because golf is certainly a sport that is, I mean, I guess it is at some level dominated by the youth, but maybe not as much as some other sports. I could be totally wrong. (laughs) I take it back. Who knows? But anyway, Carol Semple Thompson won, uh, despite never turning pro. She won the PGA First Lady of Golf Award in 2005. It was elected to the World Golf Hall of Fame in 2008, which seems like a lot of stuff for someone who never went pro. Yeah, so apparently her whole family was golfers and, like, parents, like, very high up in the PGA and stuff. So she was, like, a well-known golf person in a very prominent golfing family. I see. And I guess just never went pro for whatever reason. Yeah. Yep. That's that. The history all only about the Atlantic City Country Club, as it should be. Indeed. So we have a message from this week's sponsor, the Atlantic City Country Club. (laughs) We should go. The, the website makes it look very nice, I have to say. All right, it probably is. I'm sure someone listening to the show has golfed at the Atlantic City Country Club. Mm-hmm. Would you go golfing at the Atlantic City Country Club? Oh, boy, I can't tell you the last time I went golfing. It was a long time ago. It's been a very long time for me. I tell myself a lot that, you know, I'm going to get back into it because I used to golf all the time. Yet I never do. Half my clubs are broken at this point. I need to just buy a new set because I got my clubs when I was 14. So they're yeah. getting up there in age. 
just like me. My problem with golf, especially now that I have kids, is that if I have, you know, four to five hours mm-hmm. of kid free time, that's not how I want to spend it. Really? It's a very nice way to spend it, I think. You're outside. It's nice out. Doing some frustrating activity. Doing something Drinking that's some like, beer, I guess. mildly physical, but like not actually not physical. physical. Yeah. But you can be like, I'm exercising. This is that's good true. for me. I'm exercising. I'm drinking. I'm crushing like eight quarts of lights, but it's fine. Right. It's fine. This is exercise. That's not bad. You know, the problem is like when when I'm not working, do I have like, you know, yes, seven never. open hours to take care of this? And the answer is never. So I'm convinced that like, the only reason that people even golf is because it's just like, oh, can't do anything today because yeah. I'm going to play 18 holes of golf and my entire day is wrecked. So can't expect anything of me today. I mean, I have similar feelings about why people watch NFL all day Sunday. But anyways, we went to Atlantic City. Is it true? How was it? I don't really remember a lot of it, so... <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to it, yeah. We both got there within, I believe we parked within five minutes of each other. Yeah, you beat me there because I had to take a detour through lovely Philadelphia, which I had just been at the week previ- weekend previous, so, you know, second time in the Philadelphia in a week. Mm. Because some something terrible had happened on the Delaware Memorial Bridge. I don't know what, but some sort of crash or something. So it was a 45-minute backup, and I'm like, eh, don't want that. My drive was lovely in my rental Kia Soul from the Avis in the Jersey City Mall. It was an excellent drive. Good. Yeah, so pulled into the Noise Arts Garage. Mm -hmm. You texted me that you were five minutes away, so I basically just waited for you. And then we got out and walked around the corner to Poncho's. Poncho's, Which is a total little hole-in-the-wall Mexican place. Right next to White House, next door. Literally right next to White House. What did you think of Poncho's? What did you get at Poncho's? I got the fajitas, which are not like usual Mexican restaurant fajitas. Um, it was all right. It was pretty good. Yeah, I would say like good, not great. Yeah. Three and a half stars out of five. Sure. I think that's perfect. Yes, I agree. I got tacos. I got some sort of, uh, I don't remember. I think they were like pork and pineapple kind of tacos. Yeah. Al Al Pastor. Uh, yeah, they were like pretty good, but not amazing. Nothing to write home about. I don't feel the need to go back. That's for sure. Yeah. I liked uh, the place, the Mexican place I went right down the street more than I liked Pancho's, I think, as well. El Charo, I believe. Is El Charo, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the El Pastor was, was good. My fajitas themselves were only okay, I think. It's like the tortillas were too bready for my taste oh, or something. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> they did have beer. We got some well, they, nice they had beer. Uh, the salsas were pretty good. I don't I don't feel any desire to, to go back either, but I'm I'm glad we did it. Yeah, I don't think people need to go out of their way for it. I'll say that. Yeah, I I think next time I'm in the area, I'll just go to White House. We then walked across the street to Formica's Bakery, which apparently now is like Formica's Free Tag. tag, Free Tag, tag. yes. Mm -hmm. How many hard-to-pronounce things are they going to put? I mean, Formica's not hard to pronounce. It's Mm -hmm. just not pronounced like you think it would be pronounced. We each got some sort of what? Strawberry, cherry, Danish thing. Strawberry Danish, yep. The latte that I got was very good, and I drank that. As we walked around the outlets, which was shocking that you were willing to go to outlets. Yeah. You said you really needed to go to the Nike outlet, and I went there, and it was like legitimately one of the worst stores I ever went in in my life. It's so. like barely an outlet. I don't It's understand. not an outlet at all. It's just a store. Like everything was normal price. But then we went to the Adidas outlet where like everything was half off and shoes were 60% off. 60% off. I'm wearing my shoes that I got right now, and they're very bright. They're maybe the greatest shoes I've ever seen in my life. They're the brightest thing. What was the price on those shoes? What did you pay? With tax and everything, it was like 27 Insane. Yeah. I got shoes for $28 even. Mm. 
Yeah, it was like 27. Very happy about 17 it. or something like that. I've already worn them for two workouts. So, you know, oh, I my feel goodness. like I could throw them out tomorrow and I would have gotten my money's worth. Yeah. And then I, I walked over to the Under Armour outlet and that was as equally disappointing as the Nike outlet. So I moved on. At that, this point, you were taking absolutely forever to the surprise of no one in the Adidas outlet. Like I had already gone in, picked shoes out, left, gone to Under Armour, checked that out, left, and then went to Tun Tavern afterwards and still got there like 15 minutes before you. Yeah, you were texting me like, I'm already at Tun Tavern. I'm at the bar. Right. And I was like, I'm checking out now. And then I that was like while I was walking to the checkout lane. And then I was like, uh, maybe I should make one last pass. Right. And <laughs> so then I took like another 10 minutes before I actually bought the shoes. It was an impressive display of correctness. Yeah, it's great. This goes back a very long way because I remember my parents always used to hate taking me to like the video rental place, not a blockbuster, but like I think it was called Metro Video in Lower mm-hmm. Maryland. It would just take forever. It would take me forever to pick out a movie. And then we'd always like rent the same movie. So I don't even understand why it would take me forever to pick out Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and like Heathcliff cartoon movie because we'd always rent like the two same movies, but you can't buy it. It's not cost effective. I don't even know what you were thinking about the whole time because like you were obviously interested in them. It was 25 bucks or whatever like well there were two other options that were even cheaper and so i had to try those on but they felt really weird and cheap so i had to i just went with mine and oh and there was also a size size discussion which i actually think i went with the wrong size but they were 28 bucks so who cares and i'm just wearing them to do my resistance band exercises so you know absolutely scintillating content so ton tavern Tavern, how how was it it was good we just got beer only beer because i was quite full for ponchos i do have to say that in ponchos defense the food was like reasonably inexpensive and extremely a lot yours especially was a mine was humongous yes my fajitas mine seemed like a more reasonable amount i mean they were big tacos but they were not you know it was not as absurd as the amount that you got with your fajitas Mm -hmm. so you got two beers do you have any idea which beers you got one of them was just an american ipa not hazy at all and one was the guinness equivalent Mm -hmm. the diving horse stout i think they were good they were good I got the Vienna lager. I thought it was excellent. I thought it was very, very good. So, And I was impressed. I So I've never been in Tun Tavern. It was nice. I've seen reviews of it that say, oh, it was empty. The service was bad, blah, blah, blah. Like people seem very mixed about it. Like not even mixed. It gets bad reviews on Yelp. Mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, there was a ton of staff there. There were a lot of people there, I guess, because there was a conference at the Sheraton or at the convention center. The food looked pretty good. The beer I thought was very good. It's a big restaurant. It's like a nice space. I would definitely go back. Mm-hmm. I would be excited to go back even, I would say, and try some more beer. It was good. Yeah. I had never been to Wincraft, by the way, and we walked by that, and that also looked very nice. And I have never been. I know you have been a few times and like it. So that also looked like it had a absolutely gigantic beer selection. It has, Yes, it has a massive but beer selection. But not their own beer. It is so. not their own beer. It's not Atlantic City Brewing Company beer. Mm-hmm. So it gets docked 10 points for that. We then went and checked in at Golden Nugget. Mm-hmm. You were on like the 20,000th floor. I was on That's the 19th right. floor. Yeah, I was on 24. Four and I think it goes to 27. So I was pretty high up. Did you also just get a two doubles room or did you get a king? I tried to get a king and they said they had no kings available. They only had two doubles. And I was like, yeah, sure. I don't care. Yeah. Same. It makes no difference to me. Yep. How'd you like the room? It was perfectly fine. <laughs> I don't love the shower i guess yes it's like in a bathtub with like a terrible glass door that closes on the bathtub yep it's not great other than that the room is like perfectly nice when i first walked in i was like oh yeah i really i forgot how much i really like these rooms because i had been Mm -hmm. in yours when you stayed there and like i do like the the design and everything like the decor the bed was plenty comfy Mm -hmm. my view was really good 
Yeah, my view is awesome too. Did you look at Brigantine? I uh, no, I looked down at the rest of Atlantic City. Mm, yeah, I was looking at Brigantine. It was nice. But the bathroom, it looked very not updated for one mm-hmm. thing, or like updated, but like not very well. <laughs> the, the bathtub was bad. Uh, yeah, the bathtub was really bad. Sure. The like soap holder things were rusty. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know me, I woke up at six in the morning and needed to do certain things in the bathroom. For like four hours, but we'll get to that. Yeah. And uh, and there were just like all these little flies flying around. Like I killed like 10, oh, fl- really? 10 of these little uh, like I didn't have any bats all around. It's like, uh, also, I think the room had not been used in a while because the sh- or at least the shower had not been used in a while because that thing was really stuck. I had to really like wrench it, get some uh-huh. torque on there, really get it on. Oh, well, luckily you've been working out. So Yeah. Yeah. So it uh, worked out. So I, you know. It mm-hmm. all comes back to my new Adidas shoes. Yep. So I've got to really make sure I have my strength up in case I stay at the Golden Nugget again. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was that was not the best. So I, I did leave thinking like, you know, another hotel where I probably wouldn't take my wife, <laughs> but perfectly fine for me. Yep. Then we went down and played Pi Go Poker, I think was the next step. No, Maybe we, we played, played, a little bit we of played video poker and slots for a while before Pi Go. That seems less important. Oh, the, the video poker is, is pretty bad. Especially uh, if you're at the quarter it's denomination. Five, it's at a dollar. Okay. Yeah, it's 8.5 if it's quarter, which I feel like is normal quarter video poker. They had a whole bunch of the, this machine I've never seen before, which is old. Shockwave <laughs> poker. Tr- truly the worst machine, but go ahead. Okay, so a lot of the machines also, not just Shockwave, at Golden Nugget have a 5 cent denomination. Yes, that's true. But where the max bet is 20 coins. And it is still like... On a $1 bet, you'd get $800 for a royal. So it's mm-hmm. still the right, like, multiplication. You know, it would, that would mm-hmm. be 1000 if you it was $1.25. Yep. But, yeah, it just throws you <laughs> off to have it be 20 it, credits. A dollar instead of a dollar twenty-five, pretty much. Which you know I love. Right. That actually sounds, like, right up your alley. It, yeah, it was great, except for it being 8.5. And then Shockwave Poker is – I think it's, like, a bonus poker variation. Like, you're getting more on four of a kinds. It's the two mm-hmm. pair pays – one times but the big big in quotes bonus in shockwave is if you get four of a kind you go into shockwave mode which i did get once i did get it into shockwave mode and it was not as exciting as i thought it would be like the screen just changes colors every hand and kind of shakes a little bit that's it but if you get another four of a kind in the next 10 hands it pays like a royal which just hearing that and just reading that is like, that's terrible. It's never going to happen. <laughs> so why would you play this game? Like, why would you give up any odds to play this game? But of course I had to play it. So I did. Played it a little bit. Did get four of a kind once. Did not get a second four of a kind. The game seemed bad. It's, I'm sure it's really bad. But I'd never even seen it before. So I had to try it. But if you're playing if you're playing under a dollar, the video poker selection is is not good it's underwhelming which they used to have full pay at a quarter not anymore yeah thank five we played some slots we played some 15 Mm -hmm. pie go poker i don't think i even fought you on it i think we just went straight to it and played yeah it was open so it didn't go particularly well we had a very you you had money left at the end i I did absolutely no money left i mean you were also betting more than twice what i was betting Four, yeah, forty dollars. Yeah, I was betting fifteen. <laughs> uh, yeah, our dealer was just on a massive heater. Yeah, and crushed us like all the time. Like that I had a, bad. I think I had like a straight and a king ace once, and she had a full house. I was like, what can I even do with this? We were there for a little while. We were there long enough for you to get two scotches. So how mm-hmm. was that? How did that treat you? It was 
good. I mean, especially <laughs> since I had had like three times as much beer at the, this point already before before this happened. And then I had what, like the first scotch was like only a double probably. And then the second one was what, like five shots or something like that. I don't like, think in it all was honesty. five, but it was at least three. The first one, I think, was honestly, like, one and a half. Like, yeah. I don't think it was, like, that big. I don't think it was a full double. But the second one was huge. It was at least was... a triple. Yeah. So you got Gallon of Scotch version 2.0. Yeah, it was a lot. Even when we were playing slots and stuff, you were... Yeah, I had, like, three or four beers, and you had Down one in that time, maybe. Yes, I and I had Ton Tavern, I also had more beers than you. So. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Which we even discussed as this was happening. We discussed yeah. how your MO is go hard early. I, which I always done, do. Done for the night. Uh-huh. And mine is to slow play it until like 11 and then drink way too much in like an hour and a half and then be really wrecked in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we were totally, you know, on brand. Did I even have more alcohol after the scotch? Because I legitimately have no idea. I, I don't, don't think so. I think I did, though. I'm pretty sure yeah. you did not. Which was for, certainly for the best. And that was at like 6. I think it was yeah. 5.30 when we yeah, finished five, it. It was about 5.30. Because we went to Vic and Anthony's to try to go to happy hour. And there were no seats at the bar, and happy hours only at the bar. So yeah. so then I think you went up to the room. I went up to the room. I called my family for a while and chatted with them. This was the most annoying part of the night for me. Okay. I, f- I felt foolish for slow playing the drinking so much. Uh-huh. Like, I should have just tried to nurse a nice buzz the whole day, yeah. and I felt stone cold sober. I mean, which you, you certainly were compared to me, but I was not a great competition. To... <laughs> yeah. I could have made anyone feel stone cold sober at that moment. Right. And at this point, like, we couldn't get into Vic and Anthony's, which was sort of one of the plans. That was that was annoying, yep. Like, I brought less money this trip with mm-hmm. the sole intention of gambling less. And, like, if it goes bad, I'm going to go do something other than gambling. There's not really anything to do other than gambling in Golden Nugget. Especially because it was, like, absolutely horrific outside. Yeah, it was raining. It was windy. I was like, do I really take an Uber to the boardwalk at this point like what what am i really gonna do and so that really sort of hit me as the point where you know if we're at resorts if we're at hard rock if we're at caesars even tropicana although it's a Mm. bit far from stuff i mean tropicana has stuff in it but you know resorts for sure like it's connected to hard rock you walk over to hard rock and wander around you walk out the door and go right and you're on orange loop and you can go to rhythm and spirits or tennessee avenue beer hall or walk over to irish pub like there's lots of options go to the showboat which you know i would have done Whereas Golden Nugget, it's like, I don't really want to go out and get an Uber if I'm just going to go someplace for an hour. So I felt very stuck there and there was like nothing to do. Uh, like I wandered around. There's not even any like shops to pretend I'm interested in. There's like mm-hmm. two places. So that kind of sucked. And then, and then you came back down and we went to Bill's Bar and Burger for dinner mm-hmm. after some debate. I vetoed Lily's the noodle bar because it was too expensive. I, I have no recollection of any of this, but sure. Yeah, uh, so I got a Fat Cat Burger, which is a burger with fried onions on an English muffin. You got a Bill's Burger without the special sauce, which is basically just a plain cheeseburger. <laughs> you seem to like it fine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the Fat Cat Burger was excellent. I thought that was really good. And then we went and played more slots. You were sweating profusely at a something called Hexbreaker. <laughs> oh, it was fun. Yeah, I played Hexbreaker for a long time. <laughs> you did play Hexbreaker. I'm just wandering around because I'm like, you know, I've already lost more than I wanted to for the night. There was some big party for, like, people who had a host in whatever they're – what they call the grand. I don't know if it's, like, a ballroom or what. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge line for that. But there's also a line for the wave, the the club. It used to be the nightclub. Now it's basically just an event venue. And I didn't even think about what was down there. I didn't even think about it. I'm not, I don't want to go to a club because I thought maybe it was going to be some sort of clubby thing. 
And then I walked over maybe an hour later, maybe like 10, 15, and I hear Queen music playing because there was a Queen tribute band playing from 9 to 11, and it was a $10 admission if you'd got there earlier. And so I go over and I'm like, can I just go, like, is there a $10 cover? And the security guy's like, well, there would have been if you got here at 9, but now you can just go down. So I went down, ordered a $15 Makers on the Rocks, and then they were like, okay, this is our last song. <laughs> so, I mean, that would have been a non-gambling thing to do that I really, really would have enjoyed. I wish I had paid a little bit more attention about what was going on there, but because I'm a big Queen fan. I don't know if you know that about me, but... I, I didn't, but sure. And they were very good. I will say they were very good. But I only got to hear about three and a half songs. People love the Queen cover bands. There are like 15 of them. And mm -hmm. I feel like every other weekend, one of them is in Atlantic City. So went with all the masses upstairs, found you, played some Hexbreaker. What, tell us about Hexbreaker. What even is Hexbreaker? So it's a bit fuzzy. It, it's basically a slot game where... Over time, you get more and more plays because, like, the slots go farther and farther up the screen until you reach the top and then it goes back down to the bottom and you get less less plays. And it, it seems like I do remember there was a lot of people that were just coming around and, like, checking the slots next to me. So I, I suspect it's a slot that if there are a lot of lines available, it can be plus EV, though I don't know that for sure. It was pretty chill. It's cool visuals, like, definitely cool sort of, like psychedelic sort of <laughs> visuals mm -hmm. there's five columns i think at the top of each column is a bonus and they start with what three in each column three rows yeah that sounds right and then each column individually has an arrow arrow that goes up and if at any point you get the arrow it moves that one column up and adds mm -hmm. an extra row in that column so if you get it all the way to the top you get whatever that bonus is and then it goes all the way back down to three so you, if you end up with all the columns really high you're getting, you know, a thousand lines or something, right? So it, more, way more. Yeah, it was definitely could go up to like five thousand or something. So I googled it later, and there was there were YouTube videos that were like Hexbreaker Three, the ultimate AP slot, the ultimate yeah. advantage play. So that's kind of what I what I ended up figuring because, like I said, there were like people like definitely aggressively circling the slots and checking yeah. all the games or whatever. Uh, so it's definitely very cool. Yeah, the board for every denomination is different, so they would come up and like hit every denomination and then like wander off. Yeah, so there are a few slots that are sort of like that. Like, there are some slots where they're, like, cascading wild frames. And, like, mm -hmm. if you change the denomination, maybe you'll, like, jump on one where there are already wilds. Or, like, is it a Harley Davidson slot? There's one mm -hmm. where it's, like, every wild you get puts a, a frame around the space. And it counts down from 10. And after 10 frames, all of those are become wild for that game. Mm-hmm. If you see one that's like got some wilds on it and, and is about to get down to zero, like you can sort of play that that way. So there are ones like that. If you know what to look for, I, I tend to just kind of play the ones that I think are fun and don't right. worry about that kind of stuff. But Hexbreaker is like a cool and interesting one where it's like very obvious what the, <laughs> the play is. So it's kind of, kind of cool and certainly way more fun to me than like, Oh, that's a fat pig that looks like he's about to pop or like oh, that pot's on. really full of coins. Love that Rake and Bacon had a good had a good run on that. Rake and Bacon was fun. Rake and Bacon Deluxe. They had regular Rake and Bacon and Rake and Bacon Deluxe. Mm. That was that was the next day when I actually remember what I was doing. Though, That's so. true. Um, anything else? Do you remember anything else from from that night? You went to bed, I think, pretty oh, shortly. Didn't we go to a video poker bar for a while. Oh, was that before or after Hexbreaker? That was before. I'm pretty sure. Oh yes, it was before Hexbreaker. It was, like, right after we ate, I think, we yeah. went to the video poker bar. Where, like, it was very hard to get your cards to scan. 
maybe. Yeah, no. You could you you ended up like four machines away from me because that we could those are the only two machines at the entire huge bar 46 that we could get our cards mm-hmm. to to register. A lot of the machines at Golden Nugget are in various states of like not working great, especially video poker, like some of them, you know, four of the hold buttons would work and then like the touch screen wouldn't work on like two of the so oh, really? kind of do so, some combination i didn't have any of those problems all my video poker i played like the screens were totally fine but on zero percent of the slot machines i think if you like use the card touch screen to like put in your pin to get your <laughs> free play or whatever like <laughs> right. none of that worked at all so yeah so the, the the trick i found with the card reader is you got to really make sure the bottom like the stripe is really pressed down against the mm. bottom and push it in slowly so that's my golden nugget hack for everybody to make sure your card gets red. So I, we played at Bar 46 for a little bit. I got a couple comp drinks there. They're very stingy with what they comp. Like, it's much worse than on what's out on floor. the casino floor. Mm-hmm. So at first, I asked what bourbon they comp, and the guy was sort of surly and was like, Jim Beam. I was like, okay, I'll take a Jim Beam old-fashioned. And he did not look happy about that order, I will say. But he made it. And then... Different bartender, I was like, can I get the uh, Johnny Walker Black Label comped? And he was like, red label only. I was like, oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll just take a gin and tonic. <laughs> Which, it was a good gin and tonic, and they were, good. it was a heavy-handed pour. Good. But yeah, like, not the best service, mm-hmm. and not the best comp options. They always had some sort of pet TV on, and that really captivated yes, my attention. I, I do remember it's you weird. you raving about the pet TV that has broken through the haze. Cat videos and Cat stuff. Cat videos. Yeah, you just absolutely loved it. Even when we were playing Pygo Poker, I was staring over at the bar at the cat videos. We were watching the Celtics and Nets game, and the Celtics were up by like 30 in the first quarter. And, and then lost. we were just making fun, and they, they ended up losing that game later. They yeah. did by a lot. We, we were making jokes about it. I don't remember. So that. we were watching that game at Bill's, so you do remember mm-hmm. that. And, uh, yeah, I think they were down like 26 in the first quarter. And I was even thinking like, what kind of odds could I get on the Nets to win this game? And then I was like, well, that's ridiculous. Why would I just flush my money down the toilet? And then they just blew them away for the rest of the game. Uh-huh. And, oh, the, the funniest part of it was that the Nets had won none of their last 10 games and the Celtics had won 10 of their last 10 games. Right. Anyways, I believe you went to bed after Rush Lounge. You did not go to Rush Lounge. You went I, I after played, Hexbreaker. Yeah, slots and video poker for literal hours and hours and hours while you were doing whatever after i went to that queen flash show i went up to rush lounge because there was a cover band Mm -hmm. and that's when i did my stupid thing of i mean i just drank the makers 15 dollar makers which is also a very heavy-handed pour Uh uh-huh and at this point i'm like you know i haven't had that many drinks except forgetting that i'd had like a really heavy pour of gin and tonic and a really big glass of makers okay and started ordering miller lights uh, yep. From the very good, very nice bartender at the Rush Lounge. And Rush Lounge, by the way, also has the same... His video poker. Same video poker, same double-double mm-hmm. uh, bonus poker that they have at Bar 46. So it's not listed on vpfree2.com, but it is the same video yeah. poker. I feel like, does this is this true? Something in my memory is jogging that like at the normal video poker machines, it was 9 5 for a dollar. And at yeah. the bar, it was 8 6 for a dollar, which is just a very strange split. If that is a real thing that happened, which I cannot guarantee, but... I don't remember that. Mm. <laughs> Played there for a little bit, got three Miller Lights, listened to the cover band, and then decided I was going to go over and just stand around and drunkenly sing sing along to the cover band. Okay. Which you know, If you know me, you know that I've got to have been served <laughs> pretty well if I'm just going to be standing alone singing uh-huh. Fall Out Boy songs to whatever the cover band was. Yeah. 
the cover band was extremely, extremely good. At least uh, whatever state I was in, I thought they were very good. Mm-hmm. The woman who was there at like six, shockingly bad. The, the rush lounge is right off the lobby. It resonates mm-hmm. through the entire lobby. So you just hear it everywhere. So that was kind of amazing in its own way. And then I decided I was done, needed to be done anyway at about one o'clock. Everything was closed, no ice cream options. So I went to the gift shop and grabbed two Powerades and then saw in the freezer, they just had pints of ice cream. So I got a pint of like some Turkey Hill ice cream or something and ate that entire thing. Did you not? And then went to bed. Get ice cream at the. Uh... Oh no, we forgot. You got gelato at the chocolate box. I didn't it get it. It was delicious. Did you? What? I thought you were there with me. I did not go to. I didn't get it because I wanted to wait. I I was going to get a milkshake at Bill's, and then I went, and they were like, "We just turned off the machine." Did we do that before we ate? No, that was after. This was all after. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got ice cream. I know that, and it was really, really fantastic. You did eat ice cream. That's which is exactly what I need at that state. We forgot to mention Karate Kid slots. Uh, Karate Kid was good. That was a good slot machine. Yeah. Every time I sat down at Karate Kid, which I think was three times, I got a bonus in like the first two spins, which like, what are the odds? Uh And then never got anything after that. Which I think, you know, this was probably my second worst gambling trip of all time. So that's... Oh, really? Even with bringing less money, like that's That's the insane thing. It was very frustrating. Because I was like, I'm going to do so much better this time because I'm going to be so much more responsible. Nope. Doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. So that's Friday. Any other thoughts on Friday that you can remember? Nope. I'm talking very fast, so anybody who's listening to this on 1.5 times, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> like me. Saturday. I don't have much to say about Saturday yeah, you, before about 9 in the morning. So. Yeah, I was I was up at 6.30 or 7 because I think I went to bed at – it was a little bit after midnight. I think I went up, which is impressive. I don't know that since I stopped drinking like seven hours before that. But. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I think it was like 12.30 I went to bed. So I got up at like 6.30. I think I laid in bed until about seven and then I ended up going downstairs. I actually still, of course, had a Wawa pretzel, you know, that I had gotten the day before. So I ate that in the room before going down. I was not feeling great when I woke up. But by the time I went downstairs at like seven, I was feeling much better. Thanks to the powers of the Wawa pretzel. The Wawa pretzel is the the greatest medicine, I think. (laughs) It is. Certainly for you. I don't know if you remembered, but I had like stolen like eight waters and scrolled them all upstairs and you I had them all stolen the them you just asked for them at the waitress. I asked for a water just... every time the waitress yeah. came around that's just strategy and just was shoving them in my hoodie pocket <laughs> you did <laughs> whereas I drank two Powerades and I don't think that that really helped my stomach feel any better because I oh really no anyways so so what did you do while I was lying in bed drinking Powerade and feeling bad about myself I played more slots for a while in video poker it was mostly video poker I think I ended up getting a few four of a kinds and a straight flush which oh, it's nice. been a while since i got help. a straight flush yeah i sent you the picture man you should know i got a straight flush <laughs> yeah so it was up a couple hundred bucks there and then i went to rake and bacon and won some sort of you know 800 dollar spin or something so that was good that definitely helped so at that point i had probably had one of my worst days gambling the day before or whatever that i've ever had and i was actually briefly up for the trip i think at that point and uh yeah then i won another bonus i was up to like legitimately a thousand dollars on that machine at, at some point like oh, i said yeah. i probably didn't cash out until i was back down to 800 or something but went and played some 25 dollars craps because the table was empty and i just can't resist when the table's empty was you know was a bit up and down but i ended up cashing out the same amount that i cashed in which is 300 dollars. so broke even there had fun for about you know i don't know 45 minutes or something so there was that and i 
had eaten some more food, a pastry down from the bean bean and bread is the bean and bread the generic yep. starbucks i later went and got the same exact pastry yeah texted you a picture of it and you were yeah, like i, I just I'd had, had that. that yep yeah. got a tea so yeah that was good i gambled for probably like three hours in the morning or two and a half hours and and got a snack and and went back up to the room because i wanted to watch f1 qualifying which started at 10 so i think we literally like passed each other yeah. essentially because you were like come, ready to come down at like 9 45 like right when i went back up to my room yeah i woke up at seven a little before and kind of just rolled around in bed moaning. That's not what I heard. <laughs> and then, yeah, and also a couple of trips to the bathroom. It wasn't <laughs> that bad. And I was sort of like, I should just wake up, but I was like, I'm so tired. Like, I just need to lay here and, like, relax. Mm-hmm. Ended up showering at 9, went down at around 9.45 and got that Danish. Did you eat the Danish down there? Yes. Did it smell horrible? Because it smelled mm, absolutely no. horrific down there. When it I, was fine. I <laughs> it think. was really bad. I don't know. Maybe someone just shit their pants yeah, or something I don't right know. before you got there. Well, I originally went and sat at one seat closer to the escalators, and I was like, "Oh my god, it smells absolutely horrible." And then I moved like ten seats over. But then I noticed every time I went over by the escalators again, it smelled like horrifically bad. It was so bad. I'm the only person I think in the casino that actually wears a mask still, so oh, I didn't true. notice what was going up and down the escalators. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the people who talk about the wet dog smell at Golden Nugget, that was not wet dog. That was something way worse. It smelled like BO, except just like everywhere. So somebody just like exploded, but it was just all BO. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Had the Danish, decided I didn't really want to gamble more, and the Leeds game started at 10. Mm -hmm. So I went to the sports book and sat on the couch alone and watched the first half of that. Mm -hmm. 0-0 still, and I felt pretty good about that. I think then I went up and checked out, dropped myself in the car. Yep. And you at that point were downstairs watching the end of qualifying. Yeah, I, I checked out after Q2 and uh, dropped my stuff off and watched Q3 in the sports book. And then so I met you there just in time to see Chelsea score a very easy corner against Leeds and decided, screw this, I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> yep. So I think we, we went and, and played a little bit more slots. And then I, I talked you into doing some team crafts with us, with me. Yeah, how'd that go? I went... Uh, <laughs> I think we played about eight minutes of team crafts. Pretty quickly. I don't think it was eight minutes, man. I think it was less. I think you rolled three times and I rolled once. No, I rolled twice and you rolled once. Yeah, I I rolled, then you rolled, then I rolled, and we were out of money. All three of them, it was... Roll, I think we got a point. I don't think so. I don't think we got any points. No. Maybe think. I think we got... Each of us got one or two number, like six or eight. six or eight. Mm -hmm. paid. I got one and then crapped out on the next roll. So it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Didn't go great. Did we do anything else? Yeah, I think you left pretty quickly after that. I think you maybe played one more slot and then headed mm-hmm. out. I wandered around a bit, played some video poker. I think I only had about 50 bucks in my wallet left at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know, I'm here. I'll play some video poker and then I'll get lunch and head out. Oh, and mm-hmm. I, I wanted to go to the chocolate box and get stuff for my wife and the kids. Yep. And it doesn't open until freaking 2 p.m. on Saturday. 2 p.m. Like, what kind of insanity is this? And then for lunch, I was like, do I just go get lunch somewhere on, you know, I don't even know, because I end up on the expressway really quickly, and then I'm on the Garden State Parkway the whole way, so it's not like there's really anything that I could stop at on the way unless I take 40 and, and go to Essel's and get the Messel, which we talked about the whole trip. <laughs> we did. We should have done it. Should have gotten should. the Messel. So I just went back to Bill's. 
That time I got the Bills burger, like the Bills Classic or whatever it's called. It was good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as good as the other burger I got, but it was pretty good. I think just left straight after that. I think that it was about one thirty, and just went and got in the car and headed home. Yep. So that was it. That was the trip. Yeah. We talked about the rooms. Any thoughts about Golden Nugget overall as a casino now that you've had a longer stay there? I enjoyed it. I think it's a good place to go for a one night trip, just an overnight. I wouldn't want to make that my home base for a longer trip, certainly, because it's kind of not near anything and there's not enough to do there to be able to stay there for more than like 18 hours. I I liked it. I don't know. What, What are your thoughts? I think you're more negative on it than I am. There are things about it I liked a lot and things about it that I really hated. And there's like nothing in between. Okay. So it's weird because I don't, I have such mixed feelings about it. Whereas like Caesars, I just think is like so middle on everything. Right. I mean, I wouldn't expect you to like Golden Nugget because my favorite part of Golden Nugget is like unquestionably like this is a place I go to gamble and there's yeah. nothing else to do there, which I like and I don't think you like as much. Right. Absolutely. Right. So it, it badly needs more like restaurant options. There's not enough sort of distraction from the gambling, which obviously is not what they're in the business of doing. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like there's not another casino in Atlantic City where there's just so little to do besides gambling. Like even resorts has like more little shops and stuff. It does not have much, but it has more of it. And then it has like Margaritaville and Landshark. I can't, I can't think of another place that has so little to do besides gambling. I think if I had known about the Queen Tribute concert starting at 9 and had gone to the whole thing, I would have a very different sense because I would be like, yeah, they mm. had this awesome concert. There was a good band at the Rush Lounge and that was actually a better video poker bar than Bar 46, I thought, at least just because the service was better. Mm-hmm. So I think if I had just done more of that, I would be happier about it. But I think it's going to be a very hard sell to, to get, get you me to, to go, go stay there again uh-huh. in the next, you know, couple of years. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But I'll I'm glad I did it. I'll be back. I'll be back, I think. Yeah, I'm glad I went. You know, next time we go, you can stay at Borgata and I'll stay at Golden Nugget. Like, I think I would almost still rather stay there than Harris. Like, I, I still think I have more fun. Yeah. No, Harris. Like, I like bad. the casino floor more. It feels extremely small, the casino floor. It is small. I like the casino floor a lot, too. I mean, I think there's good things. I mean, like, how many other casinos can you just get Black Label? That's true. Not many, right? Like, they're very accommodating. Like, they had no problems giving me all the Black Label and more, probably, that I wanted. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, more than than you wanted, for sure. Bill's Barn Burger is very good. It just feels like they need maybe two other places on that same, like, level of mm -hmm. casual, quick places. It does have a bar. It's like a legit bar that they put there if you haven't been there since... That was just some sandwich place, <laughs> which is what it used to be. Yeah, there's really not much else like that, right? I mean, there's like all, all the restaurants, all the sort of generic restaurants felt a little bit right. overpriced for what they are. Like there's an Italian place. There's Vic and Anthony. I mean, yeah, Vic and Anthony's, Lily's. Mm-hmm. Tart House. Bistro. Yeah, Tart House. We didn't go to any of those places, so we can't really yeah. judge them. What was the highlight of your trip? Um. Maybe I should rephrase. What is something that you did this trip that you're like, I can't wait to do that again? I think the cadence of the trip was good. I like getting there, you know, going to lunch somewhere in the city, uh, walking around some, going to check out, you know, a couple of places we hadn't been in, Poncho's and, and Tun Tavern. 
I'm just going and gambling for the rest of the trip. I don't know. I, I, I think the cadence for me was like pretty much perfect. And that's like what I want out of a trip. But I think it, it sounds like it was not nearly as good for you. But I don't know if there's like any individual thing that, that I say I, I have to do again. Play some more Karate Kid slots. <laughs> yeah, true. No, d- definitely not. Probably too much gambling for me after the sort of whirlwind start of, you know, within two hours we had done like ponchos, formicas, ton tavern, outlets, like all this stuff, right? And then after that it was just pretty much wall-to-wall gambling until we left. Mm-hmm. I did like the live music at Golden Nugget, but I think the highlight for me was ton tavern just in terms of the thing that I left oh, really? thinking like, oh, I want to go back there. That's That's a little strange, I think, but sure. I just want to go back. I want to try more beer. I yeah. want to try the food. I think Bill's was better than Tun Tavern. What? I don't know. They have like four beers on. They don't. They yeah. have nothing on tap, and they have like you know. You uh, I will say like some of the people like, that got burgers at Tun Tavern, they did look pretty good. So maybe I'm not giving Tun Tavern enough credit. Yeah, I don't know. I just like the the microbrew beer. It's in, it's in the Sheraton though. <laughs> I didn't feel like I was in the Sheraton though. The Sheraton had like a walkway over the Tun Tavern that you could see from the restaurants. I don't know. I sort of liked it. <laughs> We need to get you to Wincraft, I think, at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's good. I do want to do Wincraft at some point. For Mika was good. Glad we wa- walked over there. I did but like my latte. You were, you were hemming, and, hemming and hawing and like didn't want to go because you were full or whatever. But yeah, it was a good decision. Twist your arm. We were very, very full for a lot of the day. I was, yeah. No, that ponchos was a legitimate quantity of food. Your highlight is obviously your shoes that you're wearing right now. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm excited every day to put them on. Or They're every great. day. Yeah. Wearing them right now. And your kids love them. Yeah. Can't get enough. All right. So I don't know. For me, it was a good trip. For you, sounds kind of up and down. I'm glad we were able to do it. I'm glad that we did it before it said June on the calendar. That's true. And supposedly I'll be back in two and a half weeks. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll see about that. There's some life stuff intervening here. Hardcore starting about five minutes before. Well, starting about five minutes after we were going to start recording the podcast. (laughs) Starting about a half hour before we actually recorded the podcast. Yeah. I don't want to get into that because it'll jinx it. Yeah. Anyway, if you guys want to reach out to any of us or any of our listeners, you can do so through our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy a shirt, which is now in Craig's possession at do for a win dot com. That's true. Send Craig some tweets at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig questions to do for a win at gmail.com. And we may even read them on air. How is the inbox, Craig? We have questions from Pat G, but we already talked about that. We'll save them for an episode. Next time. Next time. Yep. Yeah, we'll do it. So we're going to uh, what? record in two weeks. Yeah, a little trip preview, talk about what I'm going to do with my wife, talk about how I'm going to ruin my uh, my Borgata comps Yeah, forever and ever. But you're going to do that anyway, so. Right. Probably take her to the Amphora Lounge. I do have $20, like they're giving me $20 in comp dollars just for showing up. So yeah. that gets me, you know. All you have to do is $80% five, five dollars is yeah, to, nothing. Yeah. Is it 80? It is 80%, yes. You were like rain man when it come came to like what those discounts meant on shoes but you can do 80 percent of 25 yeah what the hell i can't do the commission either on the pie go but yeah it was like oh these shoes are 750 boom Here's <laughs> yeah like i am the greatest shopper of all time i'll tell you exactly what 60 percent off means for everything it's weird why can i do one and not the other anyways because <laughs> <laughs> you only care when it's you know about retail discounts it's true Great All right. Great, great episode. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for listening, and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks.
I like resorts a lot, but like the part of resorts I like, I think it's like the back area with like the cafeteria and stuff. And like, <laughs> I think the shops and resorts are like the worst looking things that I've ever seen in my life when I walk through them. It like brings me physical pain if I like go through the first doors and don't go through the main casino doors because it takes you through the shops. And I'm like, this place is awful. You don't like lick? I absolutely hate, hate it. 